Hi guys. Hey guys. How's it going? We're here with Andrew. Andora, yes. Going. All right. So let's get started with our podcast today with what we call our daily wavelengths. So it's going to be like songs that we're listening to and throwbacks, like every other week, guys. So I'm going to go first. So what I've been listening to regularly over the week has been Jesse J. Not my ex. Yes. And I live for the song. Um, I watched the video for it. I was I just love about how, to ask I, you that. Yeah, I love. I just love how simple it is. Like it's a very simple video. Um, I'll probably do a reaction video to it. Um, just so you guys get like a feel for what the video actually is. But you already watched the video. Bitch, you can still react to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not genuine. That's, that's not original. Not genuine. <laughs> that ain't right. Why don't you tell me about the damn video then? We'll figure it out. She looks good. Like I said, there's going to be a video of it. Be me on break. <laughs> All right, so let me play it for you guys. If Spotify would not piss me off right now, that would be great. All right. The video is lovely. Mm-hmm. That's the song. Like, I just love how simple the song and the video is. Yeah. Um, I love like the bass line. I love that you can just just hear her vocals she throughout looks the great whole in the song. Video. She looks healthy. Mm-hmm. Skin is popping. Hair is popping. Right. Everything's popping. It's so simple, guys. It's just her like sitting there like singing. You could like feel the emotion. You can see it. It's just so good. It's such a good video. Do you listen song. to Jesse J? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Like what? I haven't seen that video, though. I gotta watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, new. It's, it's, She's coming out with new video. stuff. Like, she just released a new song called Queen. I still have to listen to it. Oh, I don't think but I listened to that one. But either. I have to listen to that one next. But since I've been listening to this, like, every every single day, mm-hmm. I haven't checked out Queen yet. So <laughs> I'll have to figure that out. Alright, so, so I'll go ahead and do my song, and then after that, we can do our throwbacks. Yeah. Alright, so I haven't heard the original of this song, but then I just saw that there was a remix with Nicki Minaj, so of course I had to listen to it, guys. Um, it's called Crippy Kush. I never even heard of the real version, but um, the artist's name is Faruko, um, and the features include Nicki Minaj, I think it says Bad Bunny, 21 Savage, <laughs> And then, you know that song? No, I don't. Oh, I was about to say. Um, These names are crazy. Yeah, they are. So they're not giving me the rest of the list, but I'm going to play y'all this. We're going to hear Nikki. Hola. Me llamo Onika. At first, I was like, oh. Luis Frio. <laughs> Pelo rosa. Pulo gordo. <laughs> you know you like it, Derek. <laughs> I can see you dancing in the 
Well, there's that. Me either, but I like it. Oh, the other person's name is um, Russian, but the A is a V. So, yeah. That's interesting. So check that out on Spotify, y'all. That'll be on our Spotify playlist. You have anything you're listening to, Um, Yeah, I've been listening to... I'm still trying to listen to the complete version of Chris Brown's new album. Oh, yeah. I I was just talking about that. I I think I just finished listening to all of them. (laughs) I was listening like every single day. I didn't even give it a chance. um, (laughs) I did it in in one day. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, More specifically... This song has been stuck in my head for the past week. It's called Questions. Like yes. Oh, I love that I love one. That, that, one. that one was, yeah, that one was yeah. a single. Yeah. That one has, like, the more Caribbean feel. Girl, I got a question for you. From the moment you were kissing in the party, pushing out on me, giving everything, girl, giving everything tonight. And if you thought you could get away from me, and get away from me, you got to make your time. Yeah, that song always gets me hyped. Yeah. I know, right? It always Let gets me hyped. Did you watch the video? I did. Um, there's a video no, for it. I don't know if I did. It's a, it's like a shorter video oh. than usual, but it's a, I like the video. I might have. It's like it goes, it really goes well with the whole yeah, yeah. concept of the of, of the song anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty True. good video, and as well, you already know he's gonna be dancing in it. So yeah, yes. that's amazing. Every time he does it. So that's a great video. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get into our throwbacks. So what is my throwback gonna be today? <laughs> Make it a good one. Girl, it has to be a good one after which you just played. Mm. <laughs> Y'all hear the shade right now? Because you just tried shade. it with that. I don't like you don't like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Alright. I'm listening to it on the way home. You can hear it from miles away. That's all extra. Bring my support her eardrums out. I don't even think I listened to that full song, to be honest. Yeah. And I no, I listened to Twenty One Savages part uh, two. Yeah. I was good. Okay, so my throwback is going to be, as usual, an R and B song. So <laughs> this is a throwback, Miss Tony V. Braxton. Yeah. So my song that I'm going to play is He Wasn't Mean Enough. Mm. Because, I'm not ready for that. Girl, <laughs> this song is everything. And she just actually got honored at the um, 2017 Soul Train Awards. She was oh, honored true. for um, uh, Music Legend. So, oh, yeah, I saw that. It's yeah, about time, I feel. Yeah. You know, people take forever to yeah. give people yeah. their flowers while they're still alive. But <laughs> at, least she, at least she's alive to get the flowers. <laughs> Unlike most times when people just be waiting until they dead and then give it to them. Like, yeah. Them well, I'm just going to play this for you guys. This is one of my favorite songs by her. It's more up-tempo. Dark 
When she was on at her prime, yeah. when she before she got died, before like the whole situation with her finding out that she had lupus and collapsing on stage, this was oh, like yeah. as she was rising, and it's like right after this is like stunted like everything, and then she had to do like Braxton Family Values just to get back to being a vocalist again. Oh, and at first yeah. she didn't, and at first she didn't want to come back to sing at all. Dang. And, yeah, so I'm happy she's back because she has a new song called Deadwood that Ooh. I love. So I, I might list, I might um, post that later on our Instagram page. But do you have anything for yes. your throwback? Yes, I sure do. Um, okay, so my throwback is "Say Yeah" by Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> have I heard this one? I hope so. I it's like. It's kind of old, I feel. I think it was in 2017. Oh, my God. Oh, my I'm not a huge Wiz fan anyway, so... I am with certain songs. It has to be like a certain song for me to like I be like, okay, Wiz, I see you. Time. You have any throwbacks? Yeah, um, so I guess in honor of T-Pain's new album, uh, Oblivion, I'm going to throw a, a T-Pain throwback here. I'm going to yes. play um, I'm Sprung. Woo! <laughs> I'm Sprung. I remember there was like a karaoke version of this on like Comcast or something. T-Pain came out with an, an album? Yeah, with a new album yes. called Oblivion. Is it good? That's I know it's good. 
Um, Overall, I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's really good. I listening to albums, to be honest. <laughs> that happens. All right. Because I, I know he because you were just on Breakfast Club. They yeah. had an interview, and he was talking about mm-hmm. how like the whole auto tune thing, mm-hmm. and how everybody started using auto tune. Yeah, 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 and then nobody gave yeah, him credit. No, and then yeah. nobody gave him credit for it. And yeah. everybody mm-hmm. else is using it. That's and wild. All these young kids are like, oh, he yeah. stole it. Back then, people didn't like it before, but now, yeah, so now every, now everybody loves to use it, and they like mm-hmm. it because other people are using it, and not him, which makes no sense. But yeah. All right. Those are our daily wavelengths. So, I'm just going to do something a little different. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Switch and actually, since I was talking about this song, I might as well play it. So, since I was just talking about um, Tony Braxton's new song, I might as well play it for a little bit. Yeah. So, again, it's called Deadwood. So, let me find it on Spotify real, real quick. And I'm gonna play you some of it. Um, it's more of a um mellow track. It's more of like a more of an R&B track. Um, it's not as up tempo as that throwback that I played from Tony Braxton, but I really like it. It just gives you a sense of Tony Braxton coming back. So yeah. I think it's a good comeback track to remind you who she is. So here's Deadwood. It sounds it's not as it's but she's usually she's well she's not in her um she's in her mid register so it's not going to oh, she usually okay. she usually when she's um starting she usually just starts in her low register uh-huh. and that's why it doesn't seem like it's the same like tone as mm-hmm. it usually is. but but hmm we'll figure this out all right. Did you you play all that? Yeah, recording all that. All right, so we're gonna start um, asking our special guests some questions. So, if you just want to start by like introducing yourself um, and like your artist name and kind of just like I guess the genres that you associate yourself uh, with. My name is Andrea Masola, but I go by the name of Andorra, and I make R and B, rap, pop. Basically, almost anything that comes to mind, but that's what I specialize in. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Question that was not on our list. How did you come up with your name? I was just about to ask. Yeah, I was, like, just thinking about that. so, it's, like, a combination of things. Uh Okay, so, like, back in high school, I had my name, my Twitter name as, um, Aventura. Okay. Like, you know, like, the Spanish group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, like, people used to call me that all the time, (laughs) and it kind of stuck with me. Yeah. 
And then I remember I was in psychology class, and then there's a psychologist named, um, his last name is Bandora or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like a combination of like my name and like what people call me. Oh, that's cool. So like I, I just got it together. And like, I like that. the big thing about like getting a name is like availability, like someone already has oh, it. Oh, yeah. But like nobody has a name. Yeah. Besides like some painting company in like England. Really? So, you know, <laughs> it's good. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Cool. I like that. Um, I, I guess, um, have you, what are your influences? Influences, um, I'm going to have to put Kanye on yes. top of that because he is the reason why I started making music. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, there's Kanye, Drake, Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, um, Bryson Tiller, mm-hmm. um, Party Next Door. They all, like, influence me in, like, a specific way, like, Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, like, performance wise like okay. I really like I look up to them and then Drake as like an artist um not just like an artist but like just like a figure like a pop culture figure yeah and, okay um, you know just like other people like that so uh-huh. do you have any influences that aren't necessarily people because um, I know when we talked to Rachel before she said her influences were like you know heartbreak and love yeah stuff and, like that yeah. Uh, yeah well when I read a song it's more Based on a situation, yeah, rather than feeling. Okay. So like, I just imagine myself in that situation. Yeah, well, if I'm in that situation, obviously I read about it. Yeah. But then I think about like how I could relate, uh, make people relate to it. Okay. So okay. I guess that's what inspires me. Okay, awesome. We already said that Kanye was like one of the reasons why you got into mm-hmm. music and stuff. Um, can you get a little bit more specific on okay, that? Okay. So yeah, like, what song made? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's that specific song. Yeah? Um, yeah, so when I was, like, 10 years old, like, I was, like, I used to, like, being on the computer. Well, I don't, I'm not used to, but, like, I still like to be on the computer all the time, right? Yeah. So I know about, like, computers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just on the computer one day, like, when I was, like, 10 years old. Yeah. And we would have MTV playing. So, like, you know, they used to play music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, I miss those days. The good old days. And so basically... <laughs> Basically, I think it was like 2000, when did, I don't remember when the song came out, but remember Love Lockdown on Aliens mm, and Heartbreak? Oh my god. So I remember I heard that song, and I was just like, mm. I, I, just, I had like the urge to recreate it for some reason. Yeah. So I like found some website that like, you could just like plug in like little notes and stuff like that, and I just remade it. So then, <laughs> Do you remember what that website was? I forget. It was, it was like synth, something like, I forget okay. what it was. It might have been Mario Paint, to be honest. What? Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> but um, I made that, and then it just became a hobby mm-hmm. from, like, from now until forever. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Like, um, and then you said, Chris, what, like, what songs, like, from Michael Jackson or Chris Brown and Drake did the same thing for you? Um, th- those guys, they don't have a very specific song. It's more just, like, in general, like, mm-hmm. I mean, all their songs inspire me, especially, like, Michael Jackson, um, he got me into, like, wanting to, like, dance and stuff like that. Like, obviously, oh, I don't dance right now, but, like, I just like dancing and yeah. and performing. Um, and I feel that. I'm not sure a specific song, but okay. it, it just, like, came in, like, afterwards. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be a song. It's just, like, yeah. a vibe sometimes. Okay, so another thing we can ask. Um, are, as... Well, he already know this, so it's not really a question. <laughs> for the people. Yeah, for, for the people. people. <laughs> do you produce or, like, create your own music? Yes, like yes, I do. All um, of it? 
Yes, from scratch. So like I start, make the beat, I make write the lyrics, I perform the lyrics, and I mix and master everything, and then uh, spin on SoundCloud. Nice. Yep. That was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as internships go, did you have any? Are you looking for a specific one? Like, is there any place that you want to go? Um, no, I don't. I never no. had an internship before. And I'm not currently looking, but I know I'm going to have to eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Um, I already have one in I have one in mind already. Yeah. But I'm just like, there might yeah. be something better that comes. Because Matt probably will put, post a list. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I'll be like, oh, this probably will yeah. be better for well, me anyway. So shoot we'll, your shot. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Probably want something in the studio, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, it's more... Directly associated with like being an artist and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. yeah. So like, I don't see the point of being like an A and R and like. We're doing like, like live sound or yeah. anything. Okay. It doesn't really help that. Because I know a lot of them like kind of like the easiest ones are to do like live sound and yeah. just be, like a stage hand and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like that kind of gives you some experience too. Cause yeah. You have, yeah like, especially if that's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, if as a performer, you know how what goes into it. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. when you start performing, <clears throat> yeah, that makes like, sense. So. And speaking of that, like, do, you have, do you have do you have any um, live performances coming up? Uh, I have the Rowan Music Group showcase at the Volume Cafe. Oh, that's right. Um, right. I'm excited for that. When is that? The fifth. Uh, the fifth. I might also be going to the one on the seventh for the yeah. Creep Records. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I gotta mix that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're mixing that yeah. one. So break for sound reinforcement. I'll be there. Break I'm excited break. though. Yeah, that should be good. I want to go. I actually want to go. Yeah. Is, that, is that Tuesday? Wait, is that Tuesday? Tuesday and a Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. And the show starts at 7? I think so. Um, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 7, I think, for both of them, because I know I have to be there at 5. Yeah. yeah. So is it? Yeah. And if I remember correctly, it's free admission. Yeah. If I, yeah. Like that's right, right? For students, maybe. Is that free for students? I was just looking at the. I was <laughs> well, just looking we'll, at the well, flyer for it. Anything that we can figure out, we can put the flyer on Instagram. We can, yeah, we can just put it yeah. on Instagram page and then just <clears> spread it around. But um, getting on, what would be your dream collabs? Um, basically anybody that was on my inspiration list. To be yeah. honest, um, sense, um, makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, it makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> um, yeah, basically that's that's my answer. I can't okay. Answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Yeah. Let's see. What is one of your favorite songs that you have made so far? My favorite song? Um, actually, I just released a song today, mm-hmm. and it's a Christmas-themed song. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I, I just did heard, see that. I just heard that song. Hey, listen to it before it has, we started. It, it, has our, um, it has another one of our friends, um, Ken's on it, um, singing like, the hook part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I listened to it. I really liked it. And that's on Spotify? And uh, um, it's soon. Okay. Yeah. All right, because I was going to put it on our playlist. Because it is on SoundCloud, guys. So just um, search Andorra on SoundCloud, and yeah. it will come up. It's going to be the first track is, on the list. Yeah. I really fun really making that song. It was just like, yeah. like purely for fun. Yeah. So I guess that's why it was kind of fun. And what's the basis what, of that song? What's the basis of it? Like, what made, what made the concept come together? Um... I don't know. I just I just talked to Ken's and I was like, "You want to make a Christmas song?" And then she was like, "Sure." So we were thinking of names and stuff like that, and we yeah. came up with like Christmas Desire. Mm-hmm. So basically, the the idea of the song is like, just like you don't want anything for like basically like all over Christmas is you basically. Yeah. But um, I really try to incorporate like all of my favorite like 
Christmas songs they can combine basically. So yeah. like, there's like an intro, like a really R and B ish like intro. Oh shit! Yeah. Can we play a snippet of it? Uh yeah, sure. You wanna play some of it for everybody? See, I've already I'm listened excited. to it. So I'm excited. Should I start from the beginning or should I? Um. You, you're the artist. Yeah, you're the artist. Tell me what you want to play. I don't know. Which, 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 <laughs> which, 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 Never would have that you're willing to call back attention. You got that or no? How are you know the words already? <laughs> I told you I listened to it. I think it's this one I remember. I like that. But I like the mixture of the like R&B vibe. Yeah. Um, I like R&B songs. Yeah. I feel like they feel better. They get me yeah. in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> and this can come in. Yeah. Let me get the hair part. Yeah. Oh, she got a voice. I didn't know. Because you're all that I see, and you're all that I need. I like that a lot. They got a rap part too. I try to like add everything. Like all. Oh, I like the differentiation I of like it. the chorus between the verse yeah. and the chorus. I like how you, like how like what what like how did you make it? Like I just want to get like the production aspect. Of okay, it. so I started off with the beat, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I usually start making my music because I like I can't write melodies without like a foundation of yeah. like, mm-hmm. a chorus and, and like a bass line or something like that. So I just do like um, I got. Uh, you know the song Bump and Grind by R. Kelly? Of course. Yeah. It's, actually, it's, it's actually the same chords. Yeah, that's and, what, I, that's what I, I thought I heard something familiar in there. I was like, yeah. does something sound yeah, familiar? Yeah, it's, it's like the same chords, and that also inspired like the, the intro and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. And then, basically, I started the intro while Ken's wrote the verses and the bridge, mm-hmm. and then I wrote the hook, and then we just sent back and forth like vocals and stuff together, and then... I spent like the past three days uh, just editing it, True. and then 
put out today. So you did like all the mixing and stuff on your own as mm. well as she did, and like uh, no, she would recording just send me her, the vocals? Like, her vocals, and then I would mix it. Oh, okay. So you just mixed yeah. it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I guess another quick question I can give you would be, um, hold on, like, do you have do you ever then like focusing on being an artist? Do you have any like other jo- jobs or work you do just to? Help you because yeah, you know, because really? Lord knows yeah. money um, for <laughs> production stuff is like a mess. <laughs> yeah, um, I work at the here at the Rome Library actually. Are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I work on the Where? second. I work on the second floor. <laughs> okay. Um, I work as like the tech guy. What? Yeah, really? no, okay. So like, if you have any printing problems, and I can. I didn't know that. Oh, so you said at the desk? That's like yeah, right. Yeah, sit there. What time? Uh, ten to twelve. Oh, okay, so I'm never in here. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I'm home. Gym, yeah, much. but that's the only job that I have, or I ever had, actually. So. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, really? That's the only job you did? Yeah. Okay. You got any more questions you could ask, Britt? After this. Okay. So my next question. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Yeah. So, um, so I watched the... What was it? The, 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 the of RMG, the thing, the live, oh, the live, the live stream. stream. Yeah, I didn't know the word for it. Oh, right. So I watched that and the interviews and stuff. I just want to know how that was. Like, have you ever done a live stream before and like no, performed I, and then go to an interview right afterwards? No, I've never done anything like that. I, I, I couldn't imagine how like performing for a live stream was because I thought that would be like kind of weird. Yeah. Just, like, Seeing in front of a camera. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was fine. It, it was, was good. Uh, and we had a great team, like, working on sound and everything, so it sounded pretty good. Yeah. It looked pretty good. And uh, shout out to, like, the MC who uh, was doing the interviews. Yeah, uh, she was cool. Yeah, yeah. Folks, asking good questions. And I was like, questions. yeah. Okay. Is she part of, like, the marketing part of the RMG? Or? Uh, no, I think she's was outsourced from the film. Like, uh, what's it called? Rowan TV something. Oh yeah, did we do um, have like a, we have like a TV RTM RT something. Sounds right to me. Yeah. Sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, RTN Rowan RTN. TV network something. Like okay, that. okay. So, yeah, True. that's cool because I feel like she did. A yeah, really she has good a good job. personality. For yeah, that type of thing. I feel like yeah. she made you guys comfortable when you guys yeah. asked questions. That's always good. Mm. Definitely. And he actually performed like he's on like he's on the compilation album, guys, that we've been talking about for mm-hmm. like the first few episodes of the podcast. So, um, and the song wanna, on that. yeah, you want to tell him what song you um, worked on? Oh yeah, that song is called "Run It Back," and it actually has a sample, an old '90s R&B sample from a group called Cut Close. And okay. the song's called "Don't Change." Um, Cut Close, don't change. I don't know if I yeah, should I play it? So. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, you can play. Cut close. Just so people have an idea of what the band or the artist is. It's cut close with two, like the K instead of C. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I probably won't know it. You probably won't. No way. Yeah, I searched for that. Like, I, okay, now I need I, to. Yeah, I got deep into like searching on YouTube. That's what I was looking for something. Yeah. So this is his song, guys. <laughs> Run it back. Run it back, let's keep it real. Some on my mind, baby, it's a deal. Run it back, tell you how I feel. Shout you be mine, cause I'm here, pill. Got a man, baby. I hear the Drake. I know, I'm playing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Your voice kind of reminds me of James. James Smith? Yeah, he's a Yeah. Because your voice is kind of polished on Yeah. Like, you'll hit one tone, but it, like, there's a sweat, like, there's a second back to your voice hit. Yeah. It has, like, a deeper tone like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's running back. Oh. Running back. Like and you guys can listen to this on the compilation album from Raw Music Group. And that's actually, that's also on SoundCloud and... Um, not on iTunes. Honestly. It's not on iTunes or Spotify yet. Okay. But I believe that, is it the next one that's going to be on all those? Yeah, uh, the Christmas song. The Christmas, Christmas song is on there. And then I think that, from what I believe, from what I remember, they said that the next one's going to be, like, on Spotify yeah. and iTunes and all mm-hmm. the rest I think of they're going to sell that one. Yeah, because the first one's just, like, a, just a random, just a regular project. Just to, Talking about mm-hmm. the album? Yeah, the first oh, okay. compilation album. Oh, okay. Because there's two volumes. The first volume is one uh, that just got released, mm-hmm. and then the second volume is going to be one that um, we actually start oh, um, promoting cool. and, like, selling okay. on iTunes and stuff like that. Cool. So, we'll keep you posted on that, of course. Yes, And, definitely. Brett, do you have any more questions you can ask? I don't think so. Okay, I think I have one question I can possibly ask. So, let me talk to that. So, um, I guess, what do you hope to change in the music industry? Oh, yes. We always like to ask, we always like to ask, like, newer, newer artists. Um, they could do to change. I feel like. What would you want to change? You know, want to change if anything in the music industry specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the industry is currently saturated right now. Yeah. With a lot of not so talented artists. <laughs> uh, I feel like in this day and age, like with the internet, it's like it's like a blessing and a curse at the same time. Mm-hmm. With like the internet and like uh bedroom producers like being able to make music from your home and just putting it online like yeah of course it helps me of course but at the same time it's like also elevate like giving these like people that really don't deserve it like a platform to, mm-hmm. to make money just like face off it's kind of like disrespecting like the craft of other people yeah um so yeah i see that i, th- I think like we have to add more that. like be a little bit more picky about who we sign but like yeah i guess that's what people like and really can't change that yeah Mm -hmm. but at the same time i don't i don't know if we should be able to like to enforce like maybe we should enforce something that like stops it from being saturated so much yeah yeah i I feel like that that would help artists yeah i feel like that's a problem like some like it's like popularity gets in the way of artistry sometimes yeah yeah it's like what's popular gets played before something I think, that's I feel more like people just like really care about just like how it sounds I don't know well I mean of course like how it sounds but like I guess I don't feel like music's kind of dumb nowadays it's getting dumbed down really. I definitely I, I think it is that. too and I feel like um, we like we grew up in a generation like we're probably like the last generation that grew up knowing what like older music was like mm-hmm. we know what like 90s music yeah, like, felt like, like kids being born now are gonna listen to like Say, like, 
I don't know, like, like 2000. A little pump, and yeah. Little pump and all the crazy <laughs> stuff that's going yeah. on. And again, yeah. like, dude, it's not that we don't like necessarily like the music that's out. It's mm-hmm. just that we just need, there needs to be a balance between it. There needs to be yeah. more yeah. thoughtful stuff being, um, as more, well as, yeah. as well as mm-hmm. the more stuff that it's just like something to go to the club to dance yeah. with your friends and drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there just needs to be a balance of everything and I feel like there's not enough of a balance. Of yeah. It. I agree with that. I think it's more specifically just for like rap though. I think that's yeah. only in rap because I feel like anybody could rap honestly. Yeah. Especially like even if someone can't rap on rhythm like of course like the engineer could just like put it in time. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not really that hard to, to fake it till you make it. There's really. less like talent like, it's harder, artistry. It's harder to fake when you sing it. Yeah. But you know rapping is a little bit easier because everybody could say that they're a rapper like how many yeah. people have you heard that said like they're a rapper? Plenty. Plenty. That's why I don't like calling myself a rapper because I just don't feel like being put in that box. Yeah. And I also don't like calling myself a singer because like I don't really sing that like that well like compared to other people that yeah. are. So like I don't want to disrespect their craft. Mm-hmm. So I just call myself as an artist because like, okay. I'm like an overall yeah. versatile person rather than like specifically good at one thing. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Like the Mm-hmm. And then the fact that you produce it too and makes yeah. it by yourself yeah. is always a good thing too. So it's like you're like a one man machine. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so you don't have to be like asking yeah. people. Yeah, I want to keep that that yeah. mentality because yeah. I don't like when you get in the industry like you like talk to people, but like I feel like the, it it adds like a different type of characteristic. You feel like you make all your music yourself. Yeah, you yeah, sense of pride, I guess. Yeah, yeah. like. And, and then you have, then well, you have so. a fit, then you have like a sense then you can start branding yourself mm-hmm. based off of that. I like how I want to, right? You yeah. and not like feel like because this is the thing. Like I, mean, I guess I can still ask another question. Like mm-hmm. say if a um, major label came around and like you just just for like a promotion and publicity thing, would you do it or would you still try to figure out a way to just still independently do it the way you want? Um, well, there's always been catch twenty two between yeah. like I need more promotion and then not yeah. getting promotion. I don't mind being signed <clears throat> to a label um, unless they're like trying to rebrand me. Yeah, in yeah. a different way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably wouldn't mind either. But like, if they want me to be like a country like rock star, then it's like it's hard <laughs> for me to. <laughs> that would be funny. It's hard for me to do that because it's not natural to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that if like a, if a label came, then I probably even if it's like a terrible deal, honestly, I probably will take it. What? Because um, I guess it's just like a door, like there's a, like a big like gap between like just being independent and like making music on SoundCloud versus mm-hmm. like just being signed to a label in general. Yeah. Like even if you're like in a terrible deal, like for example, like Frank Ocean was like in a terrible deal with Def Jam, but like eventually you're gonna get out of that deal. Yeah. And you're gonna be able to open up more opportunities for yourself, but like okay. you just gotta take that step. Yeah. And then by um, that time, that, that door's open for you. So and also, like, you saying. can say that if, like, oh, I'm to a record label, then, like, people, like, actually believe that. Yeah. That like, what you're doing is, like, actually a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they give you advances and stuff like that. But, yeah. like, yeah. I wouldn't pass up on, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Because it's not going to ruin my life for, like, entirety. <laughs> Forever. <Yeah. laughs> the only I thing with that. that is that you just, because... <clears throat> Again, we're going to start talking about some business stuff because mm-hmm. remember when we were in business class? We yeah. all were in the same business class, guys. So <laughs> when McGarfield was talking about how you had to get like certain amounts of songs. Like 360 deals and stuff like, like that. 360 deals and all how 360 deals can literally ruin your, ruin like because they try to take <laughs> all. all I think, uh, that would probably be like the worst thing for me because 
like eventually if I get a platform to music, mm-hmm. I want to like move on to other things too, like yeah. film and fashion and things like that. So I don't want them to take like a piece of my vibe. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the only thing with major deals is that it's now the um, template for yeah, artists is 360, 360 deals. Mm-hmm. It used to be a whole different system and now it's just 360 deals because they feel like since streaming is out, it took, yeah. like, since that whole thing happened with streaming, it's like, they need to get every single yeah. piece of money they can get from the artist. And yeah. I mean, ideally, it would be, like, how Chance the Rapper did it, but he was, like, the only person that's ever done it before. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, like, the chances of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> and no pun intended. either, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, hopefully it changes those your 60 deals and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I feel, like, uh, I don't know. Because it's like, we're, like, when you think about it, it's like, we're thinking of it in the more creative lane. And it's yeah. always, and then they're thinking of it as a business transaction. I mean, yeah, but, like, I and feel like That it's always kinda, complicates everything. I feel like their reasoning is kind of unethical. But, like, it's not really even, like, a business thing. It's more or less, like, oh, we made you famous or whatever. So, like, you have to, like... Now you It's kind of saying, like, when, like, your mom says, like, oh, I made you, so I can tell you what to do. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, not like the same. It's not... It's like, <laughs> It's like you can't really control me completely. It's like that's mm-hmm. not my own. Like you don't own me completely. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, well, speaking of that, mm-hmm. we can get into our hot topics. Cool. And so, and our What's good, yo? What's, What's good? good? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'll start off with this. So on Rolling Stone, I just read a article about. Billboard's new streaming rules. So basically, it says, um, uh, I guess around next year they're going to be doing this, that they're going to shift the way that they kind of calculate their streams and what they will be paying out to artists. So it says that finally, free streaming services like YouTube and, I guess, like the free tier of Spotify, mm-hmm. they're not going to be waiting as much on that. They're going to be waiting most of it on stuff that people pay for. So I guess that's good in a sense. But they're saying... Wait, I don't get it. So, so, like, they pay them less? Or they pay them, like... So they're not going to be... Like, you know how they'll get, like, money for streaming services, even if they're free? Like, they get money from YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Um, It's going to be less. They're going to focus less on that. Right. And I guess pay out more for... People will get... Services that are paid for. Right. Um, but I feel like that takes. It's gonna be a switch. It's gonna be a switch. I don't know. Thinking of it, because in a way it's good, in a way it's bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's gonna have a bad and a good effect uh, at the same time. I feel it says that. I guess the question is like, will hip hop, R and B, and Latin artists suffer? I guess mostly I feel, because I feel like I, their stuff is put out. I guess on Why free streaming sites. Well, uh, so like the only thing with that is like when it comes to hip hop and R and B, we unfortunately, and I hate to say this about hip hop and R and B fans, but we really don't go out and buy albums. Yeah, like when it comes to like the country music and like rock music and pop and pop, like that sells like. Their sales are like astronomical. Yeah, and they're always like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like with the um, things of hip hop and R and B. I feel like we don't 
we love the music, but I don't feel like we give it enough the value it deserves because like when we see an album that's like ten dollars or like twelve dollars or more, we don't we don't look at it and be like, oh, somebody put so much work into this that we need to actually support them. So yeah. mm-hmm. we think, oh, we can just figure it out how to get it on Spotify and just stream it. Yeah. And I feel like with streaming services, it took away a lot of what. And I feel like since since um, we don't buy the albums like we used to, mm-hmm. that's why the the different the differentiation of like sales is mm-hmm. because we don't pay attention to that we just go to spotify or youtube just yeah. listen to it and then we download it off of youtube which is just not yeah. good for the artists that put the whole bunch i think of- it's just because like with r&b and hip-hop and all that and latin i think like all the value of it is like primarily like we put all the value into it like, primarily into like the music itself mm-hmm. like not but like i feel like not saying that, like, country or, like, pop or whatever is, like, lesser value, but I feel like they also, like, split it with, like, having it, like, physically in their hand, like, I guess, like, they like to hold it and, like, actually, like, keep it around and, like, collect it and stuff like that. But, like, for R&B, like, or hip-hop, nobody really, like, collects, like, those type of records. Yeah. That, so. Yeah, like, only because I feel like people like us that, like, are mm-hmm. really interested in the industry will collect, like, albums we'll collect like mm-hmm. vinyls we'll yeah. check everything out and like since we all like produce our own stuff like we'll actually go into like programs and figure out what mm-hmm. works best and like we understand how much work goes into it yeah mm-hmm. so it's, we'll I, give yeah. we'll we'll give it more we'll okay. actually think about pay we'll actually be, pay more for albums than yeah. the regular listener because it's we have a feeling about it yeah you have to give people the money that they deserve for the work they did but yeah definitely um, so I was just reading further into this. So it's basically also about the way that Billboard will put songs on charts. So this okay. has to do with the page streaming and stuff. So it says um, Billboard will give more weight to streams from platforms that listeners pay for, discounting the impacts of YouTube, um, the largest streaming site in the world, and then the free tier Spotify. Uh, and it says that, like, nine of the ten most viewed YouTube videos in the U.S. have been hip-hop or Latin records. So all that recognition that they get from a free tier like YouTube, they're not going to, it's not going to be weighed more on the charts, if that makes sense. Interesting. Um, But at the same time, I feel like it might help. Like, are they, like, adding value more to the... Yeah, they they're trying. I guess what they're, they're trying to do is focus more on platforms that are paid for. So I guess that like, are they getting a boost in it, or are they just going to keep it at this level and then push down like the the free tier, or is it the free tier going to stay here and then like boost up the? I think with that one. That one? <laughs> yeah, like, are they going like, like, to boost the benefits for people that actually pay? Yeah, because that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. That'd be good because like if you think about it, if you're like you're on a free tier. You can only play, like, a song once, right? Yeah. And, then, like, you can't, like, replay it, like, over and over again without, like, commercials or, like... Yeah. Or, like, you can only play, like, a playlist or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, with, like, a paid one, then they can play it over and over and over again. So, yeah. like, if they're getting more money for, From... like, getting consecutive plays rather than just, like, less money for, like, one play, then, like, it might... The, I don't know the math, but, like... Yeah. It might add up better. I don't know. Yeah, the only thing is, since we don't really know what 
the calculations are frozen. Yeah, it says they don't have it's, that. It's yeah. kind of hard to say, oh, this would be great for the industry if we mm-hmm. do this, but yeah. it's really. But it's it's an idea, so I guess it's something that people it's, are definitely talking about. It's definitely better than what we have now, because I feel like the fact that it's like how many cents, like point yeah. zero 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 seven cents for yeah. one stream or something, yeah. and then like it's one it's a thousand five hundred. Yeah, I mean, they need to that. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think I ever listen to any song with like five hundred times. Yeah, I don't know. Over some time, you might. Yeah. Over some time. <laughs> I feel like they should add, like, a little thing where, like, it factors in, like, when people save it, like, save their mm-hmm. their phones, so, like, they detect like, that. Like, download and then it? And then they'll, like, give you money for that. Yeah. Because that's, like, like, streaming a song is completely different than, like, putting it on your, like, downloading it from the streaming Yeah, server. Yeah, because now you have it specifically on your device. Yeah. It's not like... So you, they should give you, like, a little bit more for that. Yeah, that like, would make sense. Like that's a good idea. And like with that, like you don't have to pay for it to actually download it to your phone. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the fact that you are downloading it, the artist that made it and like the record company gets money from it. Anyway. Yeah, I feel like if they did that, it'll be it'll make more sense because then people that who want to do that, it's not like I have to pay exactly for the download. It's just yeah. automatically in my um pay subscription. Yeah, yeah. So. exactly. I feel like it kind of will definitely affect us, like, consumers of music, because it'll kind of, I guess, push us a little bit more to pay for our music. Yeah. If we really support that artist and we, like, want to see them get a, like, a, a mm. song on a chart or whatever, or we want them to win an award, that'll definitely, like, push those diehard fans of um, artists to pay for that money. Yeah, pay for that music. Pay for that money. Pay for that money. Thank you. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Because they probably, like, the free tier, like, is not bad. Yeah. But, like, they should also, they should also like, still get paid for, like, like we still, we should still also have to pay for music, basically. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, true. there's, because especially, again, with the free 60 deals, they're taking money away from the artists from all these different directions. You need mm-hmm. to have enough money to survive. And you need to, like, literally. Yep. And then if you have to think about, um... That they had to pay back their advances for what mm-hmm. the, the actual label gives them if they're um, not independent artists, or they're like a distrib- they have like distribute the distribution deal <laughs> with the Dagon label. <laughs> so like, what's the Dagon label? Yeah. So it's this so that's all, that. That's interesting. <laughs> um, I guess another yeah. thing we can talk about for the what's good segment um, is. The tribute to Whitney Houston by Christina Aguilera. What? I heard about that. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. I was kind of scared. Uh, like, I don't well, like, I'm no, just wondering was, why they picked her in the first bad. place. It wasn't. Uh, I hate to say this because I love Christina Aguilera so much. Was it really? Not but it was. It was not her best at all. It wasn't horrible like everybody else is trying to say. It's not hard. It's not like horrible. It's not horrible. Like it's really not. It's just that I don't. And you can tell she was nervous because the thing is, like um, Christina has said a long, all these times that one of our biggest influences was Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're singing somebody that influenced you and. Yeah. You're singing one of their like greatest songs, like she sung "I Will Always Love You" and stuff like that. Yeah, and that song is very hard to sing. Yeah, like just a lot of transitions between different ranges of your voice. And then the thing with Whitney is that her voice was so strong in every part of 
every part of her range mm-hmm. that it's hard to like duplicate yeah, the exact definitely. sound for it. So it's like she she did some interesting things to it to make it her own, of course. Oh, like she, she like, like she like she always it. does. But I f- but I feel like she was um uh, she was just mm-hmm. nervous. Like a nerves ruined that ruined everything. Yeah, so as and then I feel like the trip having her sing all of it by herself was not good anyway. Because it was like an eight minute tribute to it yeah. but she's the only one singing yeah. like why do you have just one singer singing the tribute to yeah, I feel like they could have had like somebody else like you do should have put more like I feel like it would have been better if they just had her at the um, mm-hmm. forefront of it then brought like Brandy or Monica mm-hmm. up there or like um, Brandy, somebody that would have been good yeah, or like Yolanda Adams to sing like a song for her mm-hmm. and um some other vocalists that we know that are well known that we know can sing and know that had like a um a inter- like a relationship with her to yeah, actually sing exactly. the songs for her because her because um her um niece and nephew I believe were actually in the audience during that oh. the whole time so it's like the only imagine. way that you just have to make sure everything's respectful of somebody you're tributing to yeah so, definitely I just. Mm. It's just hard because I, I really wanted her to kill it, like because when you think when you think of Christina Aguilar, you think of the big voice, you yeah. think of like all the amazing things she can do with her voice, mm-hmm. and just to see that performance and then it not go as well as you would think it would go, is yeah. kind of sad. So, yeah. like, you have anything else? You have anything? Yeah, you want to I don't talk have about anything else. I haven't, I haven't. I heard about it, but I just I didn't watch it because <laughs> I, I felt like I would like. Cringe a little bit. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> one of really the articles. Bad, so I was like, I just, I just don't want to watch it. Like, I'm just going to think that. Kill it, she would kill it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Or one of the articles. Because that was the main reason why I watched it, except for Diana Ross getting the yes. um, Legend Award. And that, that was great, because I love Diana Ross. And, like, yeah. This was Christina Aguilar's Whitney Houston tribute makes Pink cringe. <laughs> yeah, then you have to add in that fact too, and then that's just the cameraman being shady. Exactly, because, they because, just be trying to catch people. Because, and if you know anything about Christina and Pink's relationship, you know they, that they beef? they they had like a beef yeah. earlier in their career. Oh, like when, shady. Yeah, when like when Pink like when Pink was said that she didn't like. They did it. Didn't really like mm. respect her and yeah. something about she thought that she was trying too hard to be like a bad girl or something oh, like that. How dare they? Thing. Yeah. And then it's like <laughs> it's been so. And then it's like it's been so long since this, yeah. this beef was going yeah. going on. Yeah. And yeah. it's like that's so crazy. why are you bringing up more beef to a situation that's going? It's like the Mariah J Lo thing. Yeah. Like I don't know her. <laughs> she like I really don't know who she is. Like I don't. I'm not friends with her. Like we never hung out. Like that's really like something. I would say personally, my <laughs> like I don't know her, like, right? The but they, but they continue to they continue just to bring it up, just to bring it up, just yeah. for ratings, and it's like that is people are so annoying. Um, if that's it, I well, mean, I we say, can talk about. Well, I have something. Oh, it's not on. necessarily music news, but it's okay. um just news in general. Like I don't really watch news because it's depressing. It pisses me off sometimes. <laughs> but unfortunately, I had to talk about this because it's something serious. Yeah. So there is actually like a slave trade thing happening in Libya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't have all the information for it. So I don't have all the information <laughs> for it. But it's like, um, I don't, the news is interesting with how yeah. it um, handles things and what gets more um, 
eyesight on it than mm-hmm. what doesn't get eyesight on it. Yeah. It's like, I'm tired of hearing about Trump doing stupid stuff because we're used to him doing stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, now he's, and like, it's, he's tweeting about the NFL. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like, you got stuff to worry about. Like, you got stuff to worry about. Like, <laughs> yeah. we literally have people in, like, slave trade in Libya, and And you're about talking football. about football and how they didn't disrespect. And then you're talking about how you bailed um, I mean, LeVar Ball's kids out of jail. Yeah. And I mean, the problem with, like, America is that, like, it has, like, all, like, the news outlets, like, they're still, like, companies that, like, are trying to make a profit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And ratings. So, like, mm-hmm. so, like, they still want to get, like, say whatever, like, people want to laugh at or, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. It's yeah. annoying because it's, like, there's serious things happening mm-hmm. around the world that we don't even know about, like, in yeah. different countries. Yeah. And it's just, like, you see, like, um, rappers and um, other artists talking about it on their social media pages. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I would, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, Chris Brown just posted something on it today, and yeah, I feel like Jay-Z. And also, like, Puerto Rico still. Even Puerto Rico, yeah, the U.S. territory. Is yeah, still, it's a U.S. territory. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, in Puerto Rico is... I've been to Puerto Rico myself, and it's such a beautiful place. And the yeah. fact that it doesn't have any power anymore because of such a like that huge hurricane and all oh, that, yeah, and that we right. still don't have any power there. Yeah. Like that's nuts. It's like <sighs> the news. <laughs> like I said, the news de- news depresses me. Like that's why I don't watch it a lot. And then like you just yeah. see stuff on social media, and like wow, this really is going on. And then we're talking about stupid shit all the time. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> So it just ir- it just is irritating. So jeez, oh, my stuff is just doesn't even compare to others now. <laughs> well, girl, mine's just uh, some album releases that I'm excited for. Um, so they both come out on December first. So Roy Woods, his album is Say right. Less. That comes out on December first. Wait, excited Roy for that. Woods? He's kicking out with two singles for now. He is just he on OVO, right? Yeah. That's what that's what I'm remembering. There was a song that he just put out called Balance, I believe. Um, let me find so it. I'm like, he sounds really familiar. I, I don't know why. I love him. You don't even know. So, yeah, Balance. And is this, is this his first the, album? The or? Say less. No. He had two albums before this. Okay. Yeah. Exus and. Waking at Dawn. Oh, and Nocturnal. Nocturnal. So it's Draven. Okay. But yeah, this new one. Do you want to play some of it? First. Do you want to play like I'll one play, of his singles or something? I'll play Balance. This is the newest one that came out. Let me pull it up on my phone. Okay. While you're pulling it up. I can also talk about Miguel's album that's coming out. Oh, yes, Miguel. What is it yes. called? War and Leisure? Is that the album name? Yes, War and yes, Leisure. Yes, War and Leisure. That comes I'm, out on December 1st, too. I'm waiting for that. I'm hyped for that. But one of the singles I was not too happy with, Which Pineapple one? Skies. I, was like, I haven't heard that. I was like, oh, come on. Why? Why would you I say it? It was just like so like bubblegummy and like, I don't even know. Too poppy. Well, I know that he's like, he talked about like he's changing his sound, like he's trying yeah. new things. And I, I get that, had, but it's, uh, it wasn't that for on me. The, on the new uh, Pixar movie, Coco. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Like, I think he's, like, he's trying to like push that, that mainstream aspect. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of artists, like underground artists, that are trying to do that now. I don't know why he's changing his sound. I mean, I get that he wants to experiment or whatever, but yeah, I mean, music I is music. His... That's how I look at it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's right. just a good like, song. I don't look at like, the mainstream or whatever. Like, I think it's still just like I like fringe stuff. Like that's me mostly. Anything fringe is usually something I like anyway. So it's like once it hits fringe. mainstream, I kind of get a little turned off. 
Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but that's because everybody listens to it, so it's like everybody likes it, which is annoying. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so this is Balance. It features Division and PMB. Oh my god, Division's on this. I love him. I can't even. This is right up my alley. Yeah, I like it. Have to buy this album. I like it. Or stream this album. Good. It like I really like that. I like it. It's very chill. It's like very. Yeah. It's like it has an atmosphere yeah. vibe to Definitely. it. It's like minimalistic though at the same time. Yeah, minimalistic yeah. at the same time. I feel like I feel like a lot of music is starting to get like a little bit more minimal. It's not about. It's not. It does, it's more about like the vocal performance of it, or like the lyrics of it now mm-hmm. yeah, than the whole beat aspect of it, which yeah. I like. Because I feel like we've it's been so beat driven throughout the years. Oh that yeah, definitely. We need to change up from what's happening. Yeah. And then Miguel, his one song that's going to be on this new album is called "Come Through and Chill," which he released before. Well, yeah. I definitely listened to it before, yeah, but now it has two features on it. Yeah, yeah, J Cole. Did he J. make Cole another version? He made another version of it, right? Yeah, and then. Salam Remy? I don't know. No, Salam Remy? Yo, <laughs> oh you always say that all the time. Let's see right here. He's a songwriter. He's, song a, song. he's a he's a great songwriter, Salam Remy. That's why I know him. Yeah. I want to hear Jake Cole's part. Yeah, I don't wanna put no pressure on ya. I just wanna put a blessing on ya. Since I'm last undressing session, I'm not really sure who have been checking. I'm progressing. I just heard my song just popping out in Macedonia and even Serbia. Y'all, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's been a minute since I've heard J. Cole, so uh, I'm just like, like really excited. Prophets, like, what was that, 2017? Which one? False Prophets and... Was that his last album? No, no, not the album, but like, or like, uh, For Your Eyes Only? Yeah, For Your Eyes Only. Was that this year? Yeah, that was this year. 2016, it says. 2016? Oh, I think it was like November. I don't think I've heard this. Hmm. Yeah, right. I have the album, but I forget I right, forget exactly what year it was. I don't remember like the recent one. I think my favorite one is 2014, uh, Forest Hill Drive. Yeah, Forest, Hill Drive is a cla- Forest Hill Drive is a classic, though. Like, that's a classic. So lit. And I feel like when you <laughs> make one of art, I feel like I feel like that's the same thing with Kendrick with me. Like, Pimp the Butterfly is my favorite album by yeah, Kendrick. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like, the newest album is not my favorite. It has good singles on it. Like, I like Loyalty, yeah. and I like Humble, of course, and, like, um, Love and stuff like that. But... I like I still return to Pimp the Butterfly before I would go to yeah. the, the newest album. So yeah. I feel like if you like once an artist makes like a classic album that's like cur- like critically acclaimed, it's mm-hmm. like hard to like come back from it because it's like you have to up the ante for everything, and yeah. some people might not like it when you go yeah. a different direction from it. So mm-hmm. that's always hard with making music. That's all the news I got for that. So, so check out wait. 
check out those albums on December 1st. Okay. So, <laughs> like we always do, we're going to take a look at the Hot 100 charts. Oh, that's right. For this week. Top five, 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 top is Rockstar Post Malone featuring Jimmy Fallon? Yes, but it says for like the past few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, the last few weeks mm-hmm. it's been on there. Yeah, because um, remember we talked about it like the, the last, last time, time we did this. Yeah, we talked about it last time, and then when we went bowling that time, remember on, on Sunday? Oh, when we went bowling, they had it playing. Oh, that's the, right. Playing yeah. the thing. Um, for number two, we have Havana by Camila Cabello with oh, Young Thug. God, that's been on there for a while too. I don't, I don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be a little serious. I, I really like don't. It. I don't like that song. I don't know. But I, to be honest, I really never liked her. Period. From Fifth <laughs> Harmony, like my favorite is probably Dinah and Normani. So like, <laughs> when it comes to her, it's like she has to do a lot more to get me on to like yeah. her stuff. Um, then we got somebody from the newer generation with li- Little Pump, Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. That's interesting, but alright. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like a good club track, and that's been up there for the I don't last... I don't know about club, it's just like, I feel like it's just like, for like... Like a mental asylum, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, I feel like that's like their like recess. Like they go yeah. I love that beat, though. The beats, good. and see, again, but it's like the beats are yeah. good. And that's like, why. Like, popular beats are not really even that complex from like a producer standpoint. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's really, there's no chords, really. There's just like one, it's like a, a monotone. It's like a, yeah, it's like a continuous stuff. thing over and over and over. <laughs> so. Which is weird when you think about it. Like, <laughs> as a songwriter, it's like you want to make sure every, there's like development in the whole song, so yeah. it's not boring. Like, if you sing a song, it's gonna be different from like if you're a rapper. It's mm-hmm. like one continuous thing, but you have to make sure that you switch registers in yeah. a way that's interesting, and then like do like vocal runs and stuff like that to make it something interesting. Yeah. And then we have. Thunder with Imagine Dragons. We talked about that last week. That's been up there for the... They've been at number four for the last four weeks, actually. Sheesh. And with, um, for number the number five slot, we have Perfect at Sheeran. And that came up from... where it, So the peak position for it is number five. Last week, it was at number seven. So, Sheeran, you Yeah, at Sheeran, Perfect. Yeah. I don't think I ever I don't heard, heard that song. I don't know if I heard it. I think we like, listened to it. Do you hear about like the Grammys? Like how like a Sharon didn't get nominated for anything? No. Yeah, that's like the first, and they were talking about that. They were like. But I'm not sure if like it's like a thing where like if he submitted or not. Because like a lot of people don't know that like you have to submit music oh. to get promoted. It's not just like they take it for like anybody or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why like for example, um, say like Drake, like, it, it, like for like the past two albums, he put Hotline Bling on Views. And then he put fake love on the other ones so that like mm-hmm. you get you could possibly get a Grammy nomination for the next year. Oh. Because like Hotline Bling came out like 2016 or whatever, but yeah. it was too late for it to come out. Yes. So for the next year, he wanted to get a Grammy, so he put it on the next album as like a bonus track. Yeah, um, that always happens. You know, people, people do people do that all the time. 
Well, that's good for him because it came up from number seven from last yeah. week. So that's always good for right. him to move up. So that's our billboard. That was the top the five. Yeah, that's the top five for All us. Right. This week. I'm bored with it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it's, something it's new. Sad just coming. But I feel like this is re- again right. This is like what's popping, like Post Malone. Yeah. That's gonna be playing uh, forever. I don't, I don't really mind like radio hits. Like a lot of people said, like I hate radio hits or whatever. But yeah. like, I feel like yeah, there's like a, a like thing it. about it that I like. Just like how it's kind of like brainwashes you to like it, just because it's like catchy or whatever. Oh my god! It's yeah. like an interesting aspect of like songwriting. It's like. Um, Things are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> They're very interesting. Radio hits, like, because sometimes half the time, like, there will be something on the radio, and I, everybody will be like, "Oh my god, this is such a great song!" And they'll listen to it. I'm like, "What are you listening to?" Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like this song at all. Like, it's just <laughs> continuously the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. I just don't like it. But I guess that's radio. That's for you. it for our hot topics and such. Yeah. yeah. It is. Okay, that's going to be it for our hot topics section of the podcast. So, we're just going to end with some, like, stuff. Um, Andrew, just want to give everybody, like, some more information about you, where they can find you, some music. Uh, okay, so I have a website. Uh, it's andoraofficial.com. And that also goes for my Twitter and Instagram handles. So, at andoraofficial. Um, my SoundCloud is andora, so... It's not really that hard to find me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, so that's all my my social media stuff. Okay. Yeah, pretty much everything's Andorra. Um, I actually posted something today about um us interviewing him. So just go on our um Instagram at Millennial Tones Podcast on Instagram dot com. Um, Brett, you have anything you want to say? Before I mean, yeah, leave. I pulled it up for you, so... Okay, so um, we have another friend um, at Doc Dustin on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, he's having an open mic night on next Monday, which is December 4th from 7 to 10 p.m. Anybody in, like, the New Jersey, Philadelphia area, like, if you want to hear some good music from um, local artists, you mm-hmm. can go there and the... Support your local yeah, artists. Yeah, support your local artists, guys. It's at Red Door Studios, yeah, right? Yeah, Red Door and Studios. Sewell? And that's Sewell, New Jersey. That's um, 11 Enterprise Court, Sewell, New Jersey. So we'll post that flyer on our Instagram. Yeah, we'll post that on our Instagram. And like I said earlier, we have for Rome Music Group, they're having a um, showcase for the um, volume oh, yeah. one mm-hmm. for the compilation album mm-hmm. and that is on December 5th, 5th and, and December, December 7th. 7th and the place for December 5th is the volume cafe um that's in Turnersville Turnersville New Jersey mm-hmm. and that's going to be and free admission so anybody that wants to come and support um the talent on the compilation album can always go there and mm-hmm. it's free admission so there's also one on the 7th and do you know where that is Brett? that's at Creep Records in Philadelphia Okay, and I'll most likely be at the fifth, the December fifth one. So if you guys yes, come, check you guys us can, out. We'll guys be can, there. You guys can see Along with Andorra. Yeah. Are you going to be at both? I'll be at both. Okay. So you'll true. be able to see Andrew. He'll perform his single up there. Yeah. So I'll mm-hmm. sign autographs. Should be. Yes. A, should be a good show. Get those autographs. If you guys have any questions for Andrew, you can always ask him when he gets when. He, um, you get there, mm-hmm. and then also um, our friend that we interviewed before, Rachel Maya, she'll be there as well yes, performing her will. song. 
And I'm sure I'm not sure. Do you know if Kansas is going to be there? Yep, she'll be at the Creep Records. Okay, and I, I, can I, she might be going to both actually because we might be performing a Christmas song. Oh yes! Oh, wow, I really want to go. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I really want to hear it live. <laughs> I feel like it's going to sound great. I'll be live. out there like. I'm like, I know that. Oh, I might watch it like, like Christina Aguilera. No. no, you'll do fine. You don't say that hey. much. You'll um, be fine. And um, lastly, I guess, I want to mention that um, we created a Spotify account. So all the songs that we talked about, our throwbacks and all of our new artists, they have been placed on our playlist. So just check those out. They coincide with our podcasts. Uh, podcast 101 will be with Playlist 101, so hopefully it should be easy for you guys to find that and check out those artists that we've talked about. Yeah, that should be a great way for us to all attract with each other, so I think I like the idea that we started. Yeah. With, that idea, with the idea I did, did. <laughs> It was a good idea. So that's why I let her do it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, have a nice day. Bye. Bye.